Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yay Networks. Love Letters. Love Letters to Kelly. Welcome to Love Letters to Kelly, the podcast. I'm Kelly Raspberry. Robert Ehrman is back with me again, as always. And those sweet voices you just heard singing the jingle belong to twins. This is Easton and Landry Picklesimer. I love that so much. Uh, Seven-year-old twins from Fort Worth. Uh, Mama says, we love, love, love listening to the morning show and love letters to Kelly. I don't let them listen to the podcast. Don't worry, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for all you do. Much love, Amy Easton and Landry. Well, you have to let them listen just this once, Amy. Mm -hmm. So they'll know that their their jingle was on the podcast. Picklesimer, I love it. Because my last name is Raspberry, so I think I have a fun last name. My mother, her birth mother, it's a long story, adoption, all that stuff. But my mother's mother was married to a turnip seed. Last name was turnip seed. It's pretty great. Isn't that a great last yeah. name too? What if turnip seed married Picklesimer and hyphenated, hyphenated it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's going to be a great, I'm looking forward to this weekend so much, Robert. I'm hosting a baby shower. I have another podcast called uh, Sandwich and Some Lovin' that mm-hmm. I do with my husband, Alan. And we, a few years ago, started going on vacation with our podcast listeners. I know that's kind of random. But we became friends with so many of them, and now one of them is expecting a baby, no. and I'm throwing her a baby shower this weekend. That's going to be really a lot of fun. So she's not needing me to name the baby. She's already done just fine picking out the name on her own. She's naming him Grayson James. Perfect. If anybody's looking for baby's names, that's uh, what she chose for her little boy. It's Grayson my middle James. name, James. James? Mm, I like James. My grandfather's middle name was James, John James. So anyway, we're all about love letters to Kelly here. And if you have a love letters that you'd like me to answer, or even Robert can take a stab at it, or if you have somebody in your family that would like to sing the jingle, you can go to loveletterstokelly.com. And Robert's pulled a bunch of letters for me to try to answer this week. So let's get started. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. The conversation of having kids continues to come up in our relationship, and I do not want kids and have been open and honest about not wanting them. My boyfriend wants one, but sometimes says he doesn't just to agree with me. I don't want him just to agree, but to understand that my mind won't change on not having kids. What is your advice on the topic, and how can a relationship stay strong with one wanting kids and the other not wanting any? Kaylee. Well, Kaylee, I mean, honestly, if he is really, people say love conquers all, but I mean, I don't know necessarily that that's true. You know that song, love is all you need, love is all Mm -hmm. you need. You can love someone, but you have two very different desires. and. Maybe it's not just about family planning. Maybe it's about where you want to live, what career paths you're going to go on. And if you're not on the same page on the major decisions like having children, I think the biggest blessing you could could bestow upon him is to cut him loose and let him go. It's going to hurt. and It's going to be awful. And there's going to be lots of weeping and wailing and carrying on. But to know that his heart's desire is to have a child and that you're denying him that, but he loves you and all this, everything else is great. And if you're dead set, you're not going to change your mind. I would say it'd be a merciful thing to let him go. Isn't that like one of the biggest things like that it's huge. you have to agree on? It's you huge. have to. 
And, you know, there's a lot of times where people physically cannot have children. And, you know, and maybe somebody's like, well, I, I love you enough. I'll, I'll live a childless life. But then again, there's adoption, there's surrogacy, there's things like that. And I just think that's a big one. And a lot of people say, well, I wouldn't want to bring a child into this world anyway. It's so messed up. You know, we've got school shootings and the politics and wars. And it is scary to have a child Mm -hmm. in this day and age. But there's just something, you know, like when when I was struggling to have a baby, my my soul ached. I ached. It was a pain. And it was a longing. And I I was going to have a – I just wanted a child. And it's just all I wanted. And if I met a man who was dead set against having children, it's like, man, do I love you enough to give that up? And so I just think it would be merciful for you to let somebody go if, if you're absolutely never going to change your mind. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I've been talking to this guy for several weeks, and we hit it off great. He always talks about how beautiful I am, how sweet I am, but all he wants to do is hook up. Yeah. I've asked why he doesn't want to become official, but he always repri- replies with, no reason. I want to be in a relationship with him, but it seems like he's not making a move ever. Should I just end things or should I fight for this? I've fallen for him and he's never done anything mean to me, but I don't understand why he doesn't want to date me. I appreciate your feedback, Dakota. Well, the thing about sex, and I think it's, you know, I think it might be different for women than men. And I can only, I can only speak to it from a woman's perspective, but, you know, from what I've gathered if, through years of watching other interviews and my own experience, a lot of times... People think, well, we're just going to have casual sex. It's just going to be, that's just, you know, it's just parts is parts is parts. And it makes us feel good and we're just, you know, no, no strings attached. But what typically happens is the woman starts developing feelings. And, I mean, that's like the majority of the time. Can it happen the other way? Yes. But typically it's the woman. Because there's just certain things that are going on in your body, just hormonally, chemically. It's just, you know, we equate sex a lot with, the feelings that love bring. I'm, I'm not using correct subject verb agreement. Please forgive me. <laughs> um, but I think it gets confusing when sex gets involved too early in a relationship. I think a lot of times for women, especially that we confuse it with feelings of love when for the guy, it's just, Hey, she's willing to sleep with me and it feels good. And it's a lust thing. And he's flat out telling you, this is what it is. Now, do you want to stick around long enough to see if eventually he's going to be like, meh, she'll do, because that's the way I'm feeling it sound. You know, like he's like, this is good. I don't have to be in a relationship. I'm getting what I want physically out of it. I'm not having to put in any effort. And you're a willing participant in that up to this point. What are you fighting for? She says, should I fight for it? What are you fighting for? Mm -hmm. Or just end things. I mean, try cutting off, try cutting off the right. sex. Why don't you do this? I'm, I'm not saying use sex as a weapon, but go to him and say, you know what? I think, you know, that we're sleeping together and it's great and wonderful and everything, but I feel like it's keeping us from getting to know each other on an intellectual level and maybe on more of a personal level and just see if we even like each other. And maybe we should just like not sleep with each other for a while and see how that goes and see huh? how long he sticks what? around. Huh? See how long he sticks around. And if, but if he does say, say, okay, I'll stay because I feel like in my courtship with my husband, if I would have said no sex until, you know, da, 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 he would have, cause he was so adamant about me being the one he would, he was willing to do, would have been willing to do that. He was willing to stick around when I was still dating a couple other guys, yep. you know, and a lot of guys would be like, mm-hmm. I'm one or none. So I think based, if you do cut off the sex, 
not as a weapon, but just to say, I think we need to get to know each other on a more intimate level. And intimacy is not just about sex. It's about getting to know each other's souls. What are your desires in life? What's your background? What are your beliefs and all those things? See if you connect in that way. But I have a feeling if you cut off the sex, he's probably going to cut ties and move on. That's just my gut instinct. And I really don't know what you're fighting for. Right. I mean, you can. But I love him. But what, what, you know, what he's. I mean, he's, he's using you. Great in the sack, I guess. He's other using than that. you. And you're, you know what? You're using him. Everybody's using each other in this relationship is what it feels like. But, you know, I mean, do I, does it have to be all or nothing? Well, no. I mean, if you're good with that for a while. But I, w- I would be looking elsewhere. Love letters. Love letters of Kelly. 30 million women are impacted by weakened or thinning hair. I'm raising my hand on both of those. And if you're among us, (laughs) you're not alone because there is a solution that we can all trust to deliver results. Thousands of women are taking back control of our hair with Nutrafol, including my mother. I'll tell you what, I have been blessed with thick hair my entire life. But as you get older, you know, all the environmental damage, all the chemical processing that I've done to my hair, it does take a hit. My mother has dealt with thin, weak hair her entire life. Well, Nutrafol offers two targeted formulas for women clinically shown to improve hair growth and thickness with less shedding through all stages of life. But remember, healthier hair growth does take time. You should begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair anywhere from three to six months. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. And more than 1,500 top doctors recommend Nutrafol as an effective, high-quality solution for healthier hair. And you can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering the promo code LETTERS to save $15 off your first month subscription. That's their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers and for a limited time. Plus, free shipping on every order. Get $15 off at Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, and the promo code LETTERS. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. Without going into too much detail, I've been married for 15-plus years, and we have three school-aged children. Our youngest is 10, and I don't think I've ever been happily married. I can't write everything because you don't have enough time on this podcast, so I'll just go into a few of the highlights. We'll have to meet for a glass of wine one day. During year 11, he said that if he were any of his friends, he would hire a sex worker because we were going through such a long dry spell. Wow. During year 10, he had a relationship with a stripper once that I know of and blamed it on our lack of sex. During year 12, we separated shortly and he moved out and started working two states away. During year 13, we were in the process of getting divorced when quarantine began and we mutually agreed to move back in and quarantine together for the kids. It's been two plus years and now we are essentially roommates. During the last two years, I found recording devices hidden in my bedroom, Oh, camera and voice recorder. Whoa. Writing this out, I know how it sounds and at this point, I'm just like waiting for the kids to be done with school and then we can divorce without strings. When we started the divorce previously, he was a horror to communicate with, and I just want to avoid that again, regardless of how terrible of a husband he is. He's a wonderful father. What's my question? I'm really not sure. How do I start the divorce process again, I guess? Am I crazy to just sit and wait for eight more years? Robert, how did you manage to divorce amicably? I love how you said that marriage isn't a failure if you learn from it, Kelly, but how do I maintain not necessarily a friendship, but an amicable relationship with my children's father? Oh my gosh. My parents were divorced when they managed to stay amicable for life. So when he became so hostile with me, I didn't know how to respond. Any advice is appreciated. Signed, tapped out years ago. 
Yeah, I think you need to start the divorce proceedings again. The Today. fact that there is recording devices in your room, what the hell? Yeah. That's awful. That's awful. Yeah. I would not waste another minute in this relationship, much less eight years waiting for the youngest to graduate. No. He can still be a good father every other weekend, you know. My my husband And if he's not nice, he's right. he's gonna lose privileges at right. some point, right? Yeah, my husband is a great father, and he is, you know, we're a divorced family, and it's every other weekend. And when he's with his kids, he's 100% with his kids. He is just the best dad. So, you know, it's it's that's doable. Kids deal with that all the time. But this is a sick, toxic relationship. I cannot even believe the recording devices. That I'm, I'm almost speechless about that. So I would go ahead and just start the proceedings. It's not working. Now, look, my my I've only been divorced once. Robert's been divorced a couple of times. My divorce i was angry horrible at first and but i had to get over it it's not always i mean there's no textbook way you you never know how the other person's going to react he might be so relieved that you pulled the trigger and he didn't have to be the bad guy that he might end up being pretty amicable with my divorce um he was very amicable i was the one because i was angry about how it all played out and he was the one playing nice for a while until i got over it and got my butt off my shoulders and now we get along fine but there's a there's an adjustment period. It might be a year of nasty. I'll tell you where men start getting nasty when it comes to money. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like they you know they'll say I want my kids and stuff and that's great, but it's about the money um, that I found where they get the nastiest. So as long as you are, even if you're reasonable, they'll still get angry. You know, totally. men are just when it comes to their money, it's just ugly. So you need to lawyer up. I would do that sooner rather than later. And just if you can work out a few things in mediation before you get to courts, that'd be great. You can go ahead and decide things like visitation, rules for the house. Like, you know, I know standard in Texas, and we didn't even ask for this to put in, be put in there. It was just standard that we weren't allowed to have a member of the opposite sex sleep over when we had the children. That's like in the divorce decree. You can make those rules in there, just whatever. Um but yeah, get it done. I don't. I would not wait eight years, no. girl, because you're no, never going to be. That's a long time. That's a long time, and then you're going to be in the out there in the dating pool eight years from now. Mm. I mean, it gets harder the older you get. I was really, I had so much fun in my forties. I have no idea how old you are. I'm assuming you're probably around that age in your forties. It was a great time for me. I had a blast. I'm glad I got to experience that. I don't want to go back out there in my 50s if something should happen and I find myself single again, heaven forbid, knock wood. But it'd be harder. So I would just go ahead and get this done, girl. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get out of it. And hopefully he will be a reasonable man. I, I doubt it because he's already proven to be himself to be a jerk. Yeah. The things he says, the things he does... What? No, Bye. no. And he can be a good daddy, but not not under the same roof as you. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I'm married to a wonderful husband and have an almost one-year-old son. My issue is with my mother-in-law. I love my mother-in-law, but we have had some issues lately. She used to keep my son while I was at work along with her other grandson, who's four years old. My nephew's very rough. He was hitting, pushing, dragging my son. I tried to give grace and allow him the chance to learn how to be around younger kids. Right. I allowed him five months to adjust. However, things escalated, and he put my six-month-old in a chokehold. Oh, no. At that point, I felt I needed to remove my son from the situation. I didn't blame her for what happened, but felt it was in my son's best interest to attend daycare instead. 
I told her how grateful I was for everything she did and that I'm not upset with her, but she didn't take it very well. She started bad-mouthing me, saying I was taking her grandson away from her and that I wasn't being fair. She even bad-mouthed me to my own mother. That hurt a lot since I feel that I've been working hard to keep her in my son's life and not to have any awkwardness, but she makes snide comments about the situation, which makes everything awkward. I don't regret putting my son in daycare. I truly feel it was in his best interest, but my mother-in-law has stated that I've burned a bridge. Oh, my goodness. My husband has been very supportive and in agreement of removing my son for the situation, but I feel guilty that my husband is put in an awkward situation every time when we go to his parents' house. What can I do to repair this relationship? Thanks for any guidance. I just feel I'm at my wit's end about being bad-mouthed and feel awkward about being around her from Lauren. Look, at, look at, sometimes there's nothing you can do. Honestly, when you're dealing with somebody who is completely irrational, there's nothing you can do. I appreciate that your husband is on your side, but has your husband said anything to his mother? Has he intervened and said, Mom, look, you got to snap out of this. Yeah. This is the way it is. You're, you're burning a bridge with my wife and the, me now. the mother of your grandchild, and you're putting our relationship in jeopardy. Either you learn how to bite your tongue and you be polite and stop bad-mouthing my wife. This is my wife. And he can say it from a place of love, but he's got to be firm. Yeah, You can be firm without being rude. You can be firm without being disrespectful. Have I had to have some firm conversations with Jerry and Connie Raspberry? I really? have. You know, because it's just like, that's not we cool. Can't. yeah. I love you, but that's not cool. And I've had to have a couple of those conversations in the decades I've been their child. But you can do that respectfully, but he's got to intervene. Otherwise, your only obligation is to be respectful and to be nice. Invite her to the your son's, is the son, right? Uh-huh. Invite her to your son's birthday parties. Invite the, her to family gatherings. It's up to her whether she shows up or not, but you always, that's the Southern in me, you always play nice and you always do the polite thing and the etiquette thing. That's all you got to do, in my opinion. But you've done the right thing by your child because that is your number one priority. And, you know, you might have dodged a bullet. There's no telling what could have happened if, you yeah. know, if if he had held that chokehold a little too long. We'd be having a really big, sadder conversation right now. So, basically, she's looking at you're calling her out as being a bad caretaker. That's the way she's taking it Why personally. does Grandma want to watch two kids all the time anyway? Uh, I don't know. She's taking it personally because you're calling in to question her ability to raise children mm-hmm. is what, you know, that's all it is. She's taking it personally. Like, it's an insult to her. But you're going to have to have your husband stand up and say something and be firm. And in the meantime, if he says, like, I can't, I don't, well, then you just do the right thing. You just keep being polite. That's all you can do. But she's irrational and burn bridges. And you could say, well, that hurts my, you could go to her one more time if you want and say, it hurts my heart because I love you. And I want you to be a big part of my, my son's life. But, you know, I'm, I'm really sad that you feel this way. But, you know, and just see what, what happens. But you're under no obligation to put your kid back under her care. That bridge has been, not burned, mm-hmm. that bridge has been crossed. You're not going back. <laughs> Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I love my job and I enjoy the work I do, but my boss, who's a male, continues to hit on me on multiple occasions. Oh, my. I've explained to him that I'm uninterested in him or any other male for that matter, but he refuses to let up. I'm scared that if I report him to HR, I will lose my job. What should I do from Lane, who's also a male? Well, I'll tell you this, Lane. I mean, everybody is so scared of being sued and things like that, that I think that if you would go to HR, that you'd, you'd be in a better position now than you maybe would have been 10 years ago, um, because people are way more sensitive to that. You do need to have that in your, your file. You need to. And then if something happens, 
after that's after you've logged it as a complaint, you've done all you have to do, then if something does happen and you get fired or something, you've got legal recourse. Yeah. But you can't. You, there's no reason for you to put up with that. If you've tried, male, female, female, male, it does female, not matter. Female, male, Take male. the sex out of it. Yeah. I don't care. You are in an uncomfortable, awkward situation, and you've already voiced your concern to your boss. So now it's time to go to HR, and you don't need to tell him I'm going to HR because you know what's going to happen. Your boss is going to beat you to the punch. So you need to have that in your file, and I. That's what I would do. And then if things do not improve, go back to HR. You need to have. You need to start building your uh, case, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Build, get your file good and thick and specific instances so you can document them. On, you know, June the 12th of 2022, this is what happened. You need to have that documented because there may come a time when you need it legally. And that's a shame. I hate that because you tried handling it the way you're supposed to and he's abusing power. That's not cool. Love letters. All right, ladies, I am over the age of 18. I know, shocking. But uh, gaps in the diets of women, 18 plus, should not be ignored. That's what I love so much about Rituals Essential for Women, 18 plus multivitamin. This was formulated by exhaustive research that helps fill those nutrient gaps in the diets of women who are over the age of 18. Now, this has got nutrients to help support brain health and I need help there, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. In fact, the results have been really incredible. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase vitamin D levels by 43%, omega-3 DHA levels by 41%, and that's just in 12 weeks. Now, I love that with Ritual, everything is so transparent. There's no shady stuff inside. Ritual multivitamins are shipped directly to my door. I can pause it anytime I like. And we've got a special offer just for our Love Letters to Kelly listeners. Right now, Ritual's offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. So visit ritual.com slash love letters and turn healthy habits into a ritual. That's 10% off at ritual.com slash love letters. Some people believe that you have to get all your work done, take care of all your chores and your obligations before you can have a break and give yourself a little fun. I am not of that mindset. I love pulling out my phone and playing a little Best Fiends whenever I just need a minute or two to myself to decompress, to forget about the stress that's going on in my life. I love visiting with my Best Fiends every day. I gather cute new characters with every level I beat as we defeat those slugs. And I love right now that we are in the season of leisure. Or do you say leisure? Are you fancy like that? The season of leisure. I'm on level 1087. It's so fun with my cute little characters who help me defeat those slugs to get to the next level. It's a free-to-download mobile puzzle game, thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. With dozens of unique fiends to collect, you can customize your team of fiends to defeat those slugs, or you can let the game choose for you. And with offline play, you'll never be stranded without fun, even if you lose your internet connection. Plus, you've got brand new events and challenges that pop up year-round, so you've always got a chance to earn exclusive in-game items, characters, and rewards with Best Fiends. You've earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I noticed a disturbing trend amongst my teenage great-nieces generation in their relationships. If they're away from their boyfriend or girlfriend, they stay on FaceTime with them all day and all (laughs) night until they get back together in real life. Maybe I'm just too old to understand this, but to me, this is a control issue. What's your opinion, Ardina? 
Oh my goodness. What what did they They're do when you, this is your great nieces? What did you do when you were their right. age? We were on the phone all the time. It wasn't FaceTiming, but we were on the phone nonstop. We were just so in love. We'd sit there and breathe. I'm so We'd, glad I didn't have FaceTime back then. Oh my gosh. We would run out of things to say and we just would literally there. just sit on the phone yeah. and watch TV together holding the phone, breathing. And then somebody'd fall asleep. That's just <laughs> normal. That's what they I don't do. think it's a control issue. It, unless if you're telling me that your great nieces, boyfriends or girlfriends or whoever are demanding, you have to be on the phone with me. You have, I have to check in with you. I want to see where you are. I want to, you prove to me you are where you say you are. Oh, you're at your friend's house. FaceTime me and let me see it. That's different. That's control. But if they're just on the phone voluntarily all the time and FaceTiming voluntarily, that's just hormones and that's just typical behavior. So, I mean, if you're saying that they're, they're that they're demanding their time, that's another conversation. But I have a feeling they're just like every other teenager in the world, except technology is just advanced. All right, let's see if we can follow this. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. I'm a girl that follows her heart a lot, and I mean a lot. Anyways, I have a boyfriend named Alex that I haven't seen for a whole year, and another guy named Jay that likes me a lot, but doesn't know that I have a boyfriend. I hang out with Jay a lot and we're good friends. I know he likes me, but I'm not into him like that. What I'm trying to say is how can I tell Jay that I don't like him without making him forget me or instantly sob? I really care about Jay and don't want to break his heart. My boyfriend Alex doesn't know Jay and Alex thinks I only really hang out with him. I broke up with him during a big fight about the future us. Thanks, (laughs) Kelly. Claire. Well, Claire. I'm lost. uh, Yeah. um, I mean, if you really don't like Jay in that way, you can just start cat... Are you still with Alex? He hasn't seen him in a year. He hasn't seen him in a year. So he's not, I mean, I don't know how old y'all are. Y'all sound pretty young. Like, did he live there and moved away and y'all are still boyfriends, girlfriends? You know, eventually those types types of things do tend to fizzle out and fade away. And this guy, Jay, I mean, you don't like him in that way, but he can still be a really great friend. Has Jay broached the subject about you being his girlfriend? I don't know. But if you really don't want Jay as a boyfriend, you're stringing him along. Because you're afraid if he finds out you have a boyfriend, he's going to not hang out with you anymore and you really enjoy his company. But that's not a good way to play this. That's not the way a person of integrity Mm. handles themselves in a relationship. Jay needs to know that you have a boyfriend, that he's, you know, you haven't seen him in a year, but you still are, you still consider yourself his girlfriend, but you really love hanging out with Jay. And if he's cool with hanging out with you as a friend, then you would love to keep hanging out with him. But if Jay's not cool with that, you understand and you're happy to let him go. But what are you, I mean, I don't know. What are you doing with Alex? Is this just, are you just still saying he's your boyfriend just so you can say you have a boyfriend? I'd rather have a boyfriend that could be here and kiss me and take me out to get something to eat and go to a movie with me and hold my (laughs) hand. That's what I want for a boyfriend. I don't get enough of that through phone calls. You know? Yeah. I need somebody in the room with me every once in a while so I can kiss them. They can FaceTime. FaceTime isn't good enough either. You, I want to hold my hand. I want to feel those things. So I don't know why you're holding on to Alex, honestly, unless you think there's a chance Alex is moving back to wherever you are. Dear Kelly, you are the love expert. I am. Thank you for taking time to read my story. I just found you and I need advice before I make this life-altering decision. Oh, my. Okay. So my fiance and I have been together since 2018. We met while working and it's been a roller coaster to say the least. There's an age difference. He's 25 and I'm almost 31. 
Fast forward a year or two, and he walked out on me because I couldn't handle as much of the financial burden as him because of the job we both had, I had left. It ended up getting to be too much to handle. I was sexually assaulted, verbally assaulted, and I even fractured my collarbone in the time span I was there. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. At her job, she That's experienced what it says. that? Yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. He didn't care. He just didn't want to pick up the slack. I got a different job, and it paid less, but I literally gave almost my entire paycheck except for gas money, and it was still never enough. I took him back after a couple of months, and we ended up getting an apartment together. We both paid bills, and we bought a dog. One day, he accused me of being shady, and he was going to leave me again, and I lost it. I'd been dealing with far too much. Between my children from a previous marriage being ripped away by no fault of my own and getting to see them very seldom to my broken relationship with my family. I couldn't take one more person leaving me. I'd already been so depressed and him randomly calling me, accusing me of all this other stuff, sent me over the edge. I ended up being admitted for attempting suicide. Oh my. He left me again. When I was at my worst, he left. He never checked on me or called me. After that, I was done. We'd been together for three years at that time and I'd never walked out when it got hard. I always wanted to talk it out and solve the problem, even go to therapy if I needed to. He never would, so I finally did go hang out with someone else. Fast forward a couple of months, and we worked it out and got back together again. Mm. Almost six months later, we got pregnant, got engaged, and mm. bought a house. Mm. Ever since we started dating, it was my house, my car, my money, never we, and still isn't to this day. So with this background, I've decided to set up for premarital counseling because I cannot go through divorce again, and I want to help our relationship. I'm fighting every single day to make this work because I love him so much. I mm. even finally set a date for the wedding because we never talked about it before our engagement. That will be coming up on one year from this month. So yesterday morning, before he leaves for work, he says, if I'm spending all this money on a wedding and leaving all my stuff to you guys, I need a paternity test. Mm. I'm like, what? Are you freaking kidding me? He literally looks identical to his dad. There's absolutely no question about that with his entire family. You can compare a picture of his dad with our son, and the only difference is my boy has my eyes. Am I the a-hole for losing it after all these times he's hurt me and left me and I'm forgiven him for questioning my integrity as a person and a partner? Should I say screw marriage counseling and be done with him? I honestly at a complete loss signed a broken mama. All right, look. Woo! All right. There's a lot there to deal with. My advice is you need to be in therapy because this is just a toxic relationship. I don't know what you're getting out of it unless you have this fear of being alone so you're just settling for this guy who is demanding a paternity test. This is just craziness. Just listen back to your letter. I feel like you don't need premarital counseling. Y'all, you need therapy, yeah. honestly. And I'm not, I'm saying this from a place of love. You've got to figure out, because I don't see what you love about this guy. I think sometimes we get addicted to people and maybe that's what it is. I don't know what you see in him because I don't know. He's fusses at you about not bringing enough money to the table. He wasn't supportive of you when you were sexually assaulted. You attempted suicide. Where was he? Now you've gotten pregnant and had a baby. This is chaos. There's so much chaos around your life. Some people thrive in chaos. For me, I'm like, no, I'm too old for chaos. I, I like peace and I like relationships that are peaceful and that are easy. I'm not saying every, like my relationship takes work. I mean, every relationship takes work, but this is chaos. So I suggest before you put a ring on it, I mean, get married and make it officially legal that you need to get some, some therapy and figure out what is it about you 
that feels like you deserve this because you deserve way more than this. And you keep going back to it. You're, I, I feel like it's an addiction to him. People can be addicted to people. People can be addicted to drama and chaos. I've known people that when things are going too well, they, you, know, you hear about self-sabotage. They'll throw a wrench in it just to shake things up because they are addicted to the chaos and drama. Maybe that's, that's what you need to get. It's more about, you know, premarital counseling. What you're going to figure out is, you know, sharing bank accounts and, you know, are you going to go to church and how are you going to raise the children and stuff like that. But you got deeper issues right. to, to solve within yourself as an individual before you look at the problems you need to, to solve as a couple. Um, but that's my advice. Um, I, I, I certainly wouldn't be getting married at this point until you get a lot of these questions answered. Premarital counseling is great. But personal therapy is greater, I think, in this situation. I can't believe you haven't been through it, especially yeah. if you attempted suicide. I'm really surprised that have you been through it? Maybe You're just not has. saying that yeah. in this letter. Maybe you have. But I think a lot of you've got a lot more work to do on you before you are a part of a married couple. You're part of a couple, but you still you need to work some things out. For and yourself. that's what you need to tell him. I need yeah, to fix me before I need to fix we, me, especially we, if he's demanding paternity. What kind of a-hole comment is that? Yeah. You know, it's like, this is the man. Do you, are you telling me you love him? Some people think they're in love until they get out of it and they move on to somebody and they're like, oh my gosh, this is what love is, you know? This, this just sounds like, this is too much. This is too much. Your letter's too much. And I'm sorry that you've gone through all that drama, but please get therapy before you do anything else. But I think marrying him until you get the things worked out within yourself, that it's, it's destined for failure. All right. So we're going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you all for joining us for Love Letters to Kelly. Thank you to the Picklesheimer twins, <laughs> Easton and Landry. You did a great job. And hopefully your mommy let you listen to at least the beginning yeah, of the not podcast. The not the end. Not the end. So you can hear your sweet voices. And I appreciate the video that, that mom Amy sent along with that as well. And thank you all for joining us. If you have a love letter you'd like to submit for me and Robert to take care of on the podcast, if you have somebody in the family that you'd like to have sing the jingle, go to lovelettersdokelly.com and we'll see you next week. Love Letters. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.